0: We'll turn tonight to the prophet Zechariah, chapter 13. Uh, Greetings from the saints in Dallas. Uh, We're uh, praying for you, and we appreciate the prayers that you send uh, our way. We look forward to camp meeting if the Lord, carries. Zechariah 13, uh, verse 6. It says, And one shall say unto him, What are these wounds in thine hands? Then he shall answer those which, with which I was wounded in the house of my friends. Betrayal. It's an ugly word. I can't think of too many uglier. Uh, But betrayal uh, seems to be the way uh, of the world. The, uh, here in Zechariah, he was given a vision of what would come to pass. Uh, and he was given a vision here of, of how Jesus would be crucified. How he would be tortured. How he would do all of this. And it would be from people who should have known who he was. From people who should have known uh, better than what they did. Uh, he would be crucified, it says here in the house of his friends i remember as a child and perhaps you have similar memories uh it's interesting i'm uh, admittedly a geek um, i enjoy things that are rather nerdy and and so forth and uh and i'm you know self-proclaimed as far as that goes and it's it's great fun when i get together with others that have similar interests because we you know we talk about geeky and nerdy things it just is a lot of fun and and uh and i appreciate it so much but uh, consequently, when I was a kid, I, I wasn't interested in sports, and I wasn't interested in uh, a lot of things that uh, a lot of the other guys were interested in. So, consequently, there were times when I got picked on. Uh, I don't know. I suppose we've all been picked on. I suppose even uh, if you look back, uh, those people that picked on me at some point were picked on too. Uh, otherwise, what motivated them, right? But, but, but I remember. I remember that you know there were times that people would uh, come to me and they would pretend to be my friend and they would. Uh, you know befriend me in some way or what not, and then they would try to to get me to do things for their own benefit or or for their own laughter and it stung uh, it hurt uh, I mean there's just no getting around that uh, you know i don 't dwell on this every day I don't want you to think I'm some kind of, kind of sad case but but I look back you know and and memories are what they are and and you can see times when you you were betrayed. You you were hurt. You, you remember those things. Uh, they sting. Uh, it's interesting, uh, one of the people in the Bible that I, I find really kind of very interesting uh, is Simon the sorcerer. Uh, w- one reason is because it's really hard to tell where Simon's at. Uh, if we turn to Acts chapter 8, we can read a little bit about Simon, uh, but it says that Simon was, uh, well, he was the chief. He was a big man. He was, uh, it says that they, they, they thought that he did the mighty works of God. It was uh, quite interesting, the, the power that he displayed. And then along comes this man named Philip. Uh, what, what does Philip have to do in my area? You know, he just, Philip comes along and he preaches the message of the gospel. And, and people, that registers in their heart. And and they begin to get saved, and suddenly Simon finds himself without a following. Suddenly Simon finds himself in a place where, what happened to all the people that adored me? It says in the scriptures here that that Simon, that it says that he believed and he was baptized. And, you know, I, I don't know if it was sincere or not. I, I can't tell you whether or not it was sincere, either way. But we do know that by the time that Peter and John came, and they were... Uh, praying that they would uh, receive the Holy Spirit there. And it says that they laid their hands on them and they and they received the Holy Spirit. And Simon uh, began to, to ask them how he might receive this and offer them money for this. You know, you, you might think that that's a simple um, mistake on his part. but But let's think about what's going on here. S- Simon offered money for the things of God. The things that God owns, the thing that God is in control of, surely by now, hearing the message of the gospel, he would know that there is nothing for sale. It's all to be freely given by those that come. And so Peter says to him some, what we might think as harsh words, uh, but in verse 23, he says, he says, for I perceive, actually, verse 22, he says, repent therefore, for this thy wickedness, and pray, God, if perhaps the thought of thine heart may be forgiven thee, for I perceive that thou art in the gall of bitterness and in the bond of iniquity. In the gall of bitterness. Well, where did this gall of bitterness come from? Uh, well, perhaps Simon felt betrayed. Betrayed. All these people that adored him, all these people that loved him, and, I, and I'm not in any way excusing his actions. I'm just saying perhaps he felt, the feeling that he had was he felt betrayed and that brought bitterness into his heart. Bitterness is a powerful thing. It's a destructive force. I've known a number of people in my days that they were bitter and, and, and it just it consumed them. This isn't something that I heard about. This I watched this happen in people's lives, things that that had hurt them, and they felt betrayed, and they they became bitter over it, and they they let that just consume them. It it, it tainted every relationship. It, it touched everything that they they put their hand to. That bitterness just turned it to dust. Oh, how horrible a way to live. And so for you tonight, if you felt betrayed, if you felt hurt, if you felt like no one understands, well, then the Word of God has something for you tonight. You see, Jesus understands. Jesus understands even better than you may understand. The depth of a betrayal. You see, we we know, of course, of Judas, and we read in Luke twenty-two how they came, and Judas came, and he he kissed him, and Jesus said, "Betrayeth me with a kiss." Oh, hey, here, I mean, he'd loved Judas, he he'd been with Judas, he he, he had. Well, he, he taught Judas the, the ways of God and here Judas took it upon himself for money to betray his Lord and Savior. This was his friend. This was, this was somebody who he had spent time with and he betrayed him. And so it doesn't end there. We read in Zechariah another prophecy. Verse seven, just below the verse we read, "Awake O sword against my shepherd and against the man that is my fellow, saith the Lord of hosts, smite the shepherd and the sheep shall be scattered; and I will turn mine hand upon the little ones. You see, all of his disciples fled and forsook him at that point. And here you have somebody like Peter, and I like Peter. Uh, Peter, Peter's good people, mixed up people, but a lot of us are mixed up people. So Peter here he 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 he's so intent. He says, I, "I'm not going to deny you, Lord." And what happens? Peter betrayed the Lord. Peter betrayed him. He, he for uh, for the, the 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 want of not wanting to be discovered. He, he he denied his Lord. Oh, Jesus knows something about betrayal and hurt. Uh, we uh, perhaps uh, look at this and perhaps maybe maybe you felt forsaken by God even. Perhaps you felt that, that somehow God has left you high and dry. Well, Jesus knows a little bit about that too. As he was hanging on the cross, Jesus felt the forsake of the Lord. He said, why hast thou forsaken me? So maybe you you feel forsaken by God but but I'm here to tell you and I and I think Jesus knew this too on that cross God hasn't forsaken you. You see the the enemy is the source of these things. Uh, the devil Satan uh, put any of that. I don't I don't like to say the name. I prefer to just say our enemy because that's exactly what he is. He, from the very beginning, has been trying to uh, to to bring bitterness, been trying to bring betrayal, and and all he does is spread that. We see from the very beginning how he he beguiled Eve. He he sold her a bill of goods. Oh, I'd like to be wise. I'd like to know good and evil. I'd like to know all these things. You make it sound so good. The enemy betrayed her. He knew what was right. He knew what was the, the way to go. And He betrayed her. And He is the ultimate betrayer. Have you felt lost? Have you felt broken? Have you felt betrayed by even life? Jesus knows your hurt. He understands it in a depth like we can only imagine. And then Jesus says on the cross. He says, Father, forgive them. For they know not what they do. You think about the extent of which he was betrayed. The extent of which uh, everything was just poured against him. Almighty God. They're hanging on the cross. And he says, forgive them. Oh, the depth of the forgiveness of Jesus. Jesus. The depth of the forgiveness of God what is open. Are you hurting? Are you feeling forsaken? Jesus knows. We have a friend that sticks closer than a brother. Proverbs 1824. Uh, I, I can only relate to that. I don't have a brother. Well, I don't have a, a birth brother. I remember Brother Pierre Hancock and I. We formed a. Uh, well, we're brothers. Okay. We were in a grocery store in Eureka. This is shortly after he was called a pastor there, and and uh, the clerk asked if we were if we were related, which I don't understand because I don't think we look anything alike. But but she asked if we were related, and I said to her, "Well, uh, no." Well, I said, "Well, yes, but not by blood." And I thought, well, yes, but not by our own blood. This poor clerk must have just been confused. (laughs) We have a friend that sticks even closer than a brother. I don't have a physical brother, but I have some brothers here uh, that I adore. Uh, that I, I can share, that I can sit down and, and talk with, and that we can, we can share things that I can't even imagine uh, it must be like for, for people that actually have uh, physical siblings. But, uh, but we have a friend that sticks closer than a brother. We have a friend who, who, who sees your hurt, he sees your need, and he's pained by it it's not enough that he looks on it far off and says, "Oh, yeah, they're in pain." But no, he's he's hurt by it. He he sees it and he's grieved by it. He says in Matthew 11 uh, 28 Matthew 11:28 <clears throat> He says, "Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden." and I will give you rest. Uh, Come unto me, he says, all ye that labor and are heavy laden. Uh, Do you feel burdened uh, by uh, your past? Do you feel burdened uh, by the pressures of the world? Do you feel burdened uh, by things that that you know, but maybe you don't want to know? Do you feel burdened by a hurt in your heart? Uh, Jesus says, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden. And he says, I will give you rest. Uh, For the hurting, uh, for uh, those in pain here today, uh, Jesus says, bring it to me. Uh, Bring it to me, I've got the answer. Uh, I will give you rest from that. I will relieve you of that burden. Oh, come unto him. In Luke uh, 4.18, he recites uh, from Isaiah. Well, he doesn't recite, he read it. Luke 4.18 The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because He hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He hath sent me to heal the brokenhearted. To heal the brokenhearted. To preach deliverance to the captives. Are you held down by bitterness? God can relieve you of the burden. Uh, recovering of sight pardon me, a deliverance to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind to set at liberty uh, them that are bruised. Uh, Jesus has the remedy for you. Come unto Him and He will relieve you uh, of that burden. He knows the heartache. Uh, He's touched with the feelings of our infirmities and He understands. That's that we read there in Zechariah, chapter 13. It always gets me when I think about uh, the Lord there. Then he shall answer those with which I was wounded in the house of my friends. Uh, You know, Jesus was there uh, with the Lord when Zechariah was receiving his prophecy. And so we might even attribute this directly to uh, Jesus. Certainly, uh, Jesus uh, was uh, this went this happened to Jesus. But but here he he uses this word friends. He he says in the house of my friends. You see, he, that's the desire of Jesus is that he, he he desires that you can be friends with him. And I I have often tried to puzzle this out because I I find it a little strange that that God and God's Son uh, would desire friendship for me. You you know what? I have friends. You have friends. Uh, We we tend to have things in common. And I got to think, what do I have in common with God? I'm not omnipotent. Uh, I'm not omniscient. I'm not omnipresent. Uh, It leaves me with Uh, A little bit of a conundrum, why would God desire, why would God reach out to me? Uh, I feel like we have so little in common in the general sense. But he offers me, he offers you friendship. He sees our needs, he he understands it all, and he reaches his hand out uh, that we might receive. In the house of his friends, he says. He desires uh, that friendship. And he offers it freely. And some people will say, well, I, I've been burned before. How do I know that Jesus won't burn me? Because he gave his life for it. He gave his life for you. What more would he hold back? Uh, why would he have any reason to, to burn or to, uh, to hurt in any way? Because he gave his life so that your hurts could be healed. We read that in Isaiah 53. Isaiah 53 verse 5. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes we are healed. Oh, Jesus has healing for you. Jesus has the answer for you. If you are hurting, come to Jesus. Perhaps here in this time that we've talked about it, maybe you've realized that you are the one that is a betrayer. I've often thought about that as well. I've been betrayed. But it says that Jesus was bruised, for my iniquities. He was bruised for your iniquities. You see, he hung on the cross, an innocent man. He, Of uh, anybody who knows about betrayal, he knows about betrayal. He was innocent. Completely innocent. He, he had sinned not at all. He, he had not brought anything to the people that they didn't need. And yet, everyone turned against him. And he bore our sins. He bore our sorrows. And maybe you've come to the realization that you are the betrayer. That your sins put him there. It says that the wages of sin is death. Your sin and my sin required payment. And Jesus did just that for you and for me. He went to the cross. He, he gave his life so that we could be free. He gave his life in ransom and instead of our own. You know, the reality of it is that sin is, is so grievous to God that even our own death isn't worth it, but there's nothing else to be done. But Jesus gave his life for you and for me. And perhaps you've sat here and you've realized that you are the betrayer. Perhaps you realize your sins put him there. Well, the Spirit is calling you then. The Spirit is speaking to you now. And just with the the hurting where God says, Come to me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden. The Lord is calling to you as well. He's calling to you, sinner. He's calling to you that you would come and that you would lay your burden before him. That you would ask forgiveness and have abundant pardon. Isaiah 55, six and seven, it says, Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call ye upon him while he is near and he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts and let him return unto the Lord and he will have mercy upon him and to our God for he will abundantly pardon. That's what's offered to you tonight. And wherever you are to the sound of this message, the, the opportunity is given to you now. The opportunity is given to you to, to kneel before God, to ask forgiveness for your sins, and He will abundantly pardon. It, it's a done deal. If you come honestly before God, the, the promise is sure. You will have redemption. If you're hurting, come to Jesus. Come to Him. Reach out to the God of heaven. He understands your pain. He understands the struggles. Come, sinner. Come to the Lord. Seek His face. He is here, and He is just waiting with open arms to abundantly pardon you tonight. The altars are open, in the psalm is 610. <laughs>